supposedly. Hey, it works right there. At some point. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. All right. So uh, tonight... Vegetable-related stories, just <laughs> what? for whatever reason, we've got them to start the show out with here. Uh, last night we mentioned there's a, like this vegan. I think we mentioned it. there's a yes. story about a vegan child that has been taken from, or a child that has been taken from vegan parents or a vegan child. Mark, I'm not sure as to the details. I so. don't think an 11 month old can actually be called a vegan unless uh, the, you know it's forced upon. I them. know this story actually very oh, well. Really? Yes. Okay, good. Well, I'm sure um, you'll have something to say. Yeah, about and it. it was the woman. She was breastfeeding, so the baby was, I guess, vegan by ingestion. <laughs> Kind of. I see. Yes. Right. Which would be like, you know, I eat cows that eat nothing but vegetation, so therefore I'm vegan too. How, <laughs> for how long uh, does one simply breastfeed? I mean, it, it, at what point does, uh, Why does are one you introduce... Mark? <laughs> I, I'm looking. He's he's easier to look at. He's sitting straight across from me. And he's How new. long did you breastfeed, Mark? He's new I, at this. I, I never did. No. He just had a, a baby, uh, what, three years ago now? Just had yeah, a third Jack birthday? Yeah, just turned three. Turn, turn three. So, um, I mean, for how long does one normally do that until you introduce some sort of form of actual food? Um, you'd have to ask my wife. I you were paying attention, that, huh? I just don't. You know, I did not. Uh, I did not. In my mind. When was mind, the first time you fed Jack? <sighs> I know that it happened. Okay. Video. Okay. Okay. Bing. You're down. <laughs> gong. About four, at age four months is when you start introducing um, some like bananas and cereal and things like that. But um, gotcha. But they continue to need uh I mean, I nursed my kids for like two years each. Mm-hmm. I was breastfeeding every day that would, for seven years. Yeah. Just wow. moo. That would, seven that's, years. That, yeah, two two years wouldn't be in terribly unusual. I think my my wife went for eighteen months, but there there are stories out there of people that breastfeed their kids until five and well, six. Well, wait, I had three kids though. So right, that's where the seven years comes from. Okay, yeah, I was going to clarify that. I, Thank you. It yes. sounded so provocative, though. <laughs> Uh, so, but I mean, you know, five five years old, six years old. I've heard of these stories. It's uh, it's really something. But it's yeah. by that time, it's like a little, and then done. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is not. You know, you're not getting 32 ounces out of that booby at that right. point. So, uh, is that typical? 32 ounces. That seems like a lot. <laughs> a day? <laughs> a oh yeah. yeah, it's a big. Goal. That is a big goal. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, yeah, well, that kind of brings into another question, like, um, at what point, if you are breastfeeding your child until age five or six, like, at what point do people start to get weirded out by that? I think that um, when the when the child can lift the shirt is when people start <laughs> getting weirded out. Aziza nursed um, until she was 18 months old, mm-hmm. and I was pregnant with Omar. And at this point, you know, she was eating, you know, I was making her eggs and, you know, like little plates of food and stuff. And it was more like a wake up in the morning. Hi, mommy. And go to bed at night, you know, and just kind of and she just you call it suckling. So just for like not even a minute, maybe just 30 seconds. Comfort situation. Yeah. And this one um, morning I was laying on the bed and she would sit on my lap and she'd go, ah, and she'd like, yeah, it was was, whatever. Right. (laughs) And um, and then this one day she said. No more booby noke for Ziza. It's for the baby. <laughs> and that's what she called it. was booby noke. And I was like, and I said, really? And she said, nope, just juice for Ziza. And that, that was it. I didn't have to wean her. Hmm. She made her own decision. Then. She made her own decision. And then when she was two and a half, we were in 
Egypt. Omar, at this point, was six months old and was nursing. She was bit by a poisonous spider and got blood poisoning. And oh dear. yeah, 105 fever, delirious, horrible, horrible situation. Wow. And, um, and she was lying in my arms naked, and I had Omar in my other arm, and I, it was 120 degrees. I couldn't find the air conditioning. <laughs> it was a disaster. And I didn't, I just thought I was going to be sitting there until my daughter died. I mean, I just, it was awful. And she, in her delirium, turned toward me, and I don't know if it was instinct or sense of smell, she started nursing, and I'm like, great. Yeah. And she ended up then nursing again for like four months mm. at that point, and it, but it, the antibodies in it saved her life. I would say that's true. Yeah. That's incredible. So, I mean, the reason I went that direction with it was because you know, a lot of people have issues with the way some parents will choose to raise their kids, and I would think that no, the only reason why... Everybody has issues with the way all parents, parents choose yeah. to raise their, their kids. kids. I mean, you can you can talk to anyone and they've got some opinion as to how you should raise your kid. But people specifically, that have, people that hate children will give you an opinion on how you should raise your kids. People that don't have children. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's one thing to have an opinion. It's another thing to do something like call in the government to steal someone's kids away because you have a different opinion or because the government has a different opinion. And so the only reason why it would seem weird to somebody for to have a five year old uh, suckling on mom's breast is because they have some sort of a hang-up about the issue of breasts in the first place or breastfeeding or just, you know, they, that they believe that breasts by themselves are sexual or that... Uh, if you know, I showed you my breasts right now, would you think it was sexual? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you are showing the camera, by the way. Actually, no, I don't I... think the cam's on. Thanks for the reminder. I, let me turn the cam on here, just in case. Although okay, probably, I didn't probably would do violate it, Ustream's terms of service if you were to do that. Because... Some people think that breasts by themselves are a sexual thing, and so involving children in that uh, would likely also get some people very, very upset when there's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing – I mean that's a completely innocent act. It's not sexy to have a child uh, suckling on your breast for milk, milk, milking purposes, whether that child is, is one, two, or five. In the, in, in the fairness of disclosure and knowing that you have revealed some very personal and intimate things about yourself on here and the fact that my kids are now all teenagers, I don't really think that anyone's going to come and accuse me of child molestation or something at this point. But um, I called what is known as La Leche League. Mm-hmm, I've heard of them. Yep. When um, my daughter was about mm, five or six months old. La Leche. Isn't that Spanish for the milk? The milk, yep. And um, I was laying down, and which was my preferred method of nursing her. And um, I was laying on my side, and I was nursing her, and I got sexually aroused, not by her nursing. I was just, I'm just horny, I guess. So just because, yeah, <laughs> because I'm gotcha. always horny, I guess. So, but I was freaked out. I was really, you know, I was a really young mom. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone to talk to because all my friends were like, you know, getting degrees and PhDs, and they were looking at me like you're doing what and um so i called the lechi league and thinking that i had a um i had an organization there that could you know help me through that because i clearly knew i was not sexually attracted to my daughter and wasn't sexually stimulated by the breast thing you know sure and um they wanted to call the police whoa yeah and i was just, and you'd called them yeah. to consult this and is- then i ended up crying and saying well, you wait and i was i i heard myself trying to convince them that I wasn't a sexual predator in any way, but it it gave me so many horrible feelings. And fortunately I had a good girlfriend um, that had 
you know, she was a year ahead of me and having babies and stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me one time. And it was just like, whatever. Just don't even think about it. Wow. That's you know? shocking and yeah. really disturbing because you just can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as raising kids, it seems like everybody's got something to say. And if you don't like what uh, what they think, then they're going to call the police on you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Can people f- please find better ways to communicate to one another that they don't agree with a particular approach? Isn't that usually just about enough? I mean, unless there's actual child molestation going on or, or rape. And even in those cases, I would prefer to see the police stay out of it. I'd prefer to have, you know, community come together in some way to uh, to intervene rather than. I mean, you would never advocate calling the cops on somebody, right? I have situation. never called the cops or the state against anyone. So, no. I do not advocate the intervention of the, of the state. But then again, you know... It could be out of the frying pan into the fire when you call the state. I mean, they could... But I don't even like to look at it like that because then that's, you know, does the end justify the means? I don't think that the end justifies the means. So I try not to think about things like that. I just think that using uh, the state is is authorizing aggression and violence against people, period. And I'm, well, I think that, you know, it... To me, it depends on the degree of the thing. I mean, obviously, there are people that see a, a rapist behind every tree. Mm-hmm. And I, there are far more of those people that see rapists behind every tree than there are rapists. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, for, for me, when you're... Or a child molester on every playground or whatever. I, right. I need to see evidence. I'm not going to just go report something of, you know, oh, I heard this. You know, it's I, I, I'm talking about real evidence. If, if a child is harmed physically... Uh, then, you know, and, and it seems like it was done not by a mistake, but by, you know, some kind of intent. Yeah, then I've got a problem. All right, let's come back here with more. You're certainly welcome to share your thoughts on uh, breastfeeding. But we actually haven't even got into the issue of this uh, child being taken away. No, no. Or, excuse me, killed. The, the child died oh. and the parents were arrested. We'll get back. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the webcam there. Go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you will see us here in the studio. You can listen to the show that way, of course. You can also chat there in our chat room, which is built into the very same page at cam.freetalklive.com. The Free Talk Live webcam brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBIX, XFPs, ZenPaks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They're in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. As we continue here, I finally got it straight, Mark. What you're telling me is that there are parents that have been charged with a criminal act because their child died, ostensibly from having a vegan diet. 
Well, um, there's going to be an autopsy done. Uh, let me read this. This is a blog post about an article. I did look at the the article just to you know to verify that as, mess, as best I can these stories are true. I, you know, I do my best. This is from mm-hmm. Natural News, and this is written in a blog style. So understand that. In the latest outrage, the global vegan police, and and they make a good point here. I'm not going to support the vegan, um, you know, way of eating. I, it bothers me a little bit, but um, I think that he makes an incredibly good point in this about the way people approach veganism from the outside. In the latest outrage of the local vegan police striking out against those who follow a healthy diet, a couple in France is now facing up to 30 years in prison because they refused to feed their baby junk infant formula instead of breast instead of breastfeeding her. Hmm. The baby died at 11 months of age, which is a tragedy in and of itself. For as far as I'm concerned, if there's a crime committed here, the parents have been punished by it because their di- child died. I yeah. mean, I, I, if you have never had a child then you don't know what a devastating thing this must be is to have, you know, an 11-month-old dead baby on your hands. I mean, well, I can only crushing. imagine. I mean, I've had dogs die on me, and that's been pretty crushing for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that and multiply it times right. something to make baby. I'm yep. not sure. Because it's just not the natural order of things you're supposed to die before your child. Right. It's just a thing. When the ambulance workers arrived and found the baby dead, instead of consoling the parents, they called the police. Why? Because the parents are vegans. Because the parents were vegans, an autopsy was performed and found that the baby was deficient in vitamin A and B12, which the deputy prosecutor claimed that they'd been related, that had been related to the vegan diet of the parents. Everyone, everyone is, um, is depleted in vitamin B12. Everyone. Where was this again? In France. 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 Okay. The couple has now been charged with food deprivation followed by death and faces up to 30 years in prison. For one... If the baby's being breastfed, how is the husband at fault? <laughs> I, I, I'm just wondering. That's, that's, I, a, com- that's a fair question. <laughs> so Maybe because he should have taken charge and uh, made sure that that baby had a chicken down his there wife's throat. There is the point, though, that if, if the child is being exclusively <laughs> breastfed at that point, at 10 months of age, they're not probably getting enough calories. Okay. I mean, they, you can live, you know, like for the first, they say the first year... Um, babies can, you know, milk is sufficient, but, um, you know, it's near the end of that year. So cereal, I'm sure should have been introduced and some fruits and other micronutrients and everything. But, uh, that's more to prepare them for their second year. That's really not how to eat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, the, the one thing we're not being told here is that among uh, who knows what else is wrong with the child. If they've got a vitamin A, vitamin B12 deficiency, I suspect there's a lot of people with those (laughs) running around right now. Just so you're getting this straight, going on with the article here, keep in mind that the ambulance has shown up and found a dead baby in a family whose cupboards were stuffed full of, if they had, um, the, the, if their cupboards were stuffed full of junk food and fast food, sugary cereals, McDonald food wrappers, frozen pizza, ice cream, and donuts, that would not have seemed suspicious at all. <laughs> hmm. That's nauseating. Yeah, it's, it's scary. You could you could have a baby die with a half-eaten bacon double cheeseburger in his hand, and that wouldn't even raise an eyebrow. It's only the fact that the parents were vegans, hmm. and that was the reason the police were called. Now, to just for anybody that doesn't know, for whatever reason, vegan is not a vegetarian. Vegan is like the more extreme version of a vegetarian. No dairy. 
Yeah. No, dairy, no, no animal fish, product, no. animal-based products at all. Right. So not so, just dairy, but like, you know, eggs. if there's something that's been made out of a, you know, a horse in some, like some sort of uh, horse that, hoof or whatever that they won't oh eat that either. Oh my goodness. Okay. That, but that would also be vegetarian. The difference between vegan and vegetarian is that vegetarians will eat some eggs as long as they have been fertilized mm. and raw milk as well as raw cheeses and things, and they'll st- they're still technically a vegetarian. A vegan is no. But what I'm I mean sure by that, they could drink homogenized milk, pasteurized milk, if they wanted to. That wouldn't uh, be... But some, ve- some people will call themselves vegetarians and eat fish, which I, I think that if you don't consider uh, fish you know, to be animals or their flesh to be muscle, I don't know. I mean, it's bizarre to me, but some people will call themselves vegetarian if they eat fish. I wish I was more um, versed on this, but Michelle, my understanding was a vegetarian is typically somebody... Please, if you if I'm wrong, I'm wrong on this. But a vegetarian is usually somebody who just doesn't eat meat. Just period. Doesn't eat meat. Vegan um, is strict. More strict than vegetarian. Right. Yeah. So a vegan would not eat like ice cream or you know anything else that could have any kind of animal-based by- byproduct at all in it. Correct. Period. Right. Correct. Okay. So what's this business about performing on, – on with the article. What's this business about performing an autopsy to determine if the baby was deficient in important nutrients? Do you realize that 90% of the babies in France and America are severely deficient in at least one um, uh, other crucial nutrient, such as vitamin D, magnesium, or, or zinc? If having a vitamin-deficient baby is a crime, then virtually all parents who consume mainstream processed food diets are criminals. But, of course, prosecutors never demand autopsies of dead babies of parents who eat processed junk food. That's just considered normal. And this is a really great point. The baby wasn't vegan, the parents were, mm. and they're prosecuting the parents for their diet, and it's bizarre. Well, and the funny, th- the interesting thing about milk is like, um, or breast milk is that what you consume uh, does affect the taste sure. of your breast milk. Mm-hmm. But um, so, like, if you have garlic, there it can be a little bit more bitter, and and um, if you drink alcohol, of course, it goes through your bloodstream and things like that. But um, but the production of the milk itself is it's not as i think you call it a zero-sum game where it just be what you put in to your mouth doesn't necessarily translate completely right. it'll take your nutrients breast. out of your bones absolutely it, it. it does take nutrients out of your bone out of your organs out of your brain mm-hmm. and that's why um you see women when they're pregnant and nursing kind of are a little dizzy they're actually mm. losing brain function on account of that little parasite wow <laughs> The next uh, section of the article is, uh, watch out, vegans. They're coming for you. Vegan children, for example, are not obese or diabetic. They don't die of cancer at age seven either. Yet, and he cites a case, I guess, of a child with cancer, yet is incredibly common among children whose parents feed them cheese, bacon, pork, or sausage. But raising an obese, overweight child on animal products isn't considered a crime. You see, only feeding a child (laughs) raw fruits and vegetables is criminal. And uh, he says, beware, vegans. They're out to get, they really are out to get you. So he's got, goes on here and it's very interesting. We'll continue uh, with this discussion in a moment at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves, 800 259 9231. This is Free Talk Live. 
the Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you'd like. Just dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we have there completely free. Uh, those features, by the way, include listening options. Got a broadband version, dial-up version of the stream there. that You can listen to the show 24 hours a day. The latest episode is streaming there all the time. Plus our 93 great radio stations from coast to coast. Uh, you can go and see what uh, those are over at listen.freetalklive.com. Our free-to-air satellite channel should have some interesting new satellite news coming up uh, probably on Monday, but I can't say much more than that right now. Uh, webcam, listen lines. Well, I guess I can say it. I've got the... I've got the agreement. We just haven't started. You never do it. You can do whatever the... you want. Yeah, should Ian. I jinx it, Mark? Do you I, think I'll jinx it? If I, I don't think you will, but I don't believe in jinxing. Hmm. Well, <laughs> no we're going to be on XM Sweet. starting tonight. Yes. Uh, but not this hour of the show, the second and third hours of the show. So XM listeners will not be hearing this. So we'll talk to the XM folks on Monday when I confirm that we're actually that we actually did start tonight. Uh, and I'll announce it officially once we have confirmed that it's good to go. But the signed agreement came in today, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, so also, uh, beyond that, there's our free-to-air satellite channel, uh, the webcam, the listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can call long distance and listen that way. So plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live in your ears. That's listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. If you're regularly taking prescription medications and you're getting those from a local pharmacy... You're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount prescription services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Right there on that page, they have the uh, on the left-hand side is, uh, is the option to become a member. You can read through all the information, but if you click beh- become a member on the left-hand side... They'll call you back the next day, or if it's uh, when you do it, it's business hours, they'll, they'll talk to you then. Um, their customer service is excellent. I've been to their offices. Their their products are tested in order to make sure they're authentic. There's no uh, generic. Uh, well, I mean, they do offer generics if you want generics, but you're getting what you pay. F- <clears throat> excuse me, what you pay for. Whether it's uh, Viagra, Cialis, Beniva, Ablify, Lipitor, Nexium, or Zedia, it's meds.freetalklive.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. We continue here uh, taking your phone calls about whatever you want, but uh, continuing now to discuss this issue of the parents that have been charged over in France with what was the crime? Do you happen to have that handy again? It was uh, endangering a like not feeding your kid was uh, ultimately murder will yeah. what the char- will be what the charge is of their own child. Of their own child who was 11 months old at the time of death. And it was found to be deficient in vitamin A, B12, was it? Yes. A and B12, yeah. And the allegation is that the reason for this is because the parents were vegans. And both mom and dad have been charged in this case, presumably because it's some sort of a neglect uh, issue. Which is, this is so ridiculous. I mean, my kids and I have eaten organically, really clean, healthy foods. You guys have eaten with me. I mean, I serve three to five vegetables, you know, mm-hmm. on plate. And I mean, like the dinner we had tonight had yeah. like Four vegetable servings, including, you know, everything. So 
Um, so I'm a strong proponent of, of healthy eating. And still, a couple years ago, Aziza ha- was anemic. And, you know, we had some blood work done on her. And she was deficient. An iron deficiency, right? Iron deficient. Not she was vitamin, women. Yep. She was vitamin D deficient. It was wintertime and hadn't been yeah. outside. And you need to be out in the sunshine in order to have your body convert into vitamin D and um and you know vitamin A you get that through beta carotene your your body converts beta carotene into vitamin A yeah, so what are the chances that, that somebody who's a uh, a vegan isn't eating beta carotene right no kidding I mean it that doesn't make much sense beta carotene is in all the like, yellow and and orange and vegetables. vegetables yep so I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. you don't get beta carotene from Cheetos <laughs> they're orange though. <laughs> So yeah, so even even with having a being very conscious of of what we were eating, we were still deficient in some minerals and vitamins and you know. Sure, apparently that's a criminal act in France and really what this is is that these people are different. They chose how to raise their child in a different manner than the average person and it's just it's bad in in you know western culture to well, do things not it, on the average uh, I'm not going to say that I don't I don't know if this is bad or not. I don't know. I'm the not answer. saying it's bad. It, well, I don't know if it is or isn't. Maybe I have no opinion. Right, it's maybe their it kid. is. Right, that, that's kind of how I feel. Is that, that whatever punishment, if in fact eating a vegan vegan diet and nursing your child will cause that child to die, the punishment for that behavior is taken care of. Nearly all Hindi people are vegetarians in yeah. India. Okay. So tell so, me more from somehow this. Somehow or another, they're making it. Blog right. post over at naturalnews.com. Yeah, they go on with, uh, beware vegans, they really are out to get you. I've heard numerous cases of parents having their children taken away by Child Protective Services in the United States solely because they pursued a vegan diet. Remember, the state is tyrannical. Always has been and always will be. The state believes that if you don't conform to the cancer-causing junk food diet that's advertised on television, then there's something weird about you. And there's probably something wrong with your baby, too. Well, I think Michelle was on to something earlier when she suggested that the other way around would also eventually be a problem. I mean, that is that chi- children that are overweight or obese, eventually you are going to see more government control in that area eventually, as well. But at this point, it, you know, at this point, they, people are calling it an epidemic, but nobody's doing anything about there it. There are calls to regulate that kind of thing and have sure. children get their There's, BMI checked at but school. But those people and, aren't causing problems. Right. It's the vegetarians and the vegans that are saying, don't vaccinate your kid. Don't put your kid in in state-sponsored schools where they're going to have to eat this garbage, where they're going to be fed a bunch of garbage in their head. Um, not to say that vegans are more conscious than other people, but th- the fact is that I'm going to say they're more they're conscious than someone that eats at McDonald's three times a day, you know, certainly. So so why would the government have to worry about people that are sitting on the couch watching American Idol and eating their Mickey D's? They're, they're, there's nothing to... Well, you could argue that uh, as the government becomes more involved in healthcare, and it already is very yes. involved, uh, that as it becomes more involved and you get closer to a single-payer situation, they'll see that uh, all of this obesity is causing health problems, and that means that it's increasing the budgets or increasing mm-hmm. the amount that uh, these government agencies would be spending on whatever surgeries slash right. uh, health care that these but folks would need. But those people will be easy to pick off. You know what I mean? Because they're at that point. I think that I think people that feed their bodies in that way are already a bit lazy and apathetic. Mm. 
Vegan, um, vegans are sort of segregated in our society to the very fringe weirdness um, is what you know they're, they're classified as. They're the same as the the Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints fundamentalist folks. I mean, that's how people tend to view them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, who who whose other children do they want to take away? What's that? You mean Mormons? The, no, no, the really Mormon ones, the fundamentalist Jesus LDS. Christ. Yeah, the, <laughs> no, it's a FLDS. good point. The FLDS. Yeah, it's a good point that you're making because they did take away their children. Right. Or they have taken away the FLDS children, and, and they would know, likely do that to these folks. You want to know who the weirdest of people in the, in society are? Just look whose kids they're trying to take away. Then you'll know. I mean, that's you know, it's it's an easy easy a barometer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Continue, Mark. More. So yeah, um, they says he says they'll call, call the police and have you investigated. They will take your child and throw um, and throw you in prison. And that's what's happening now in case after case mm-hmm. around the world with vegans. So what to do? Well, for one thing, if you're on a vegan diet, don't forget the B12 and the omega-3 fatty oils, two nutrients that do tend to be very low in many who pursue vegan diets. So eat olives and avocados. Vegan diets require a lot of nutritional monitoring just to make sure that uh, you don't leave a few things out. Just as importantly, be prepared to fight the state for your right to raise your baby mm-hmm. on breast milk. The state, you see, is utterly corrupted by corporate interests and it believes that you're uh, supposed to be feeding your ba- baby processed junk infant uh, formula made from po- by powerful corporations. The infant formula, of course, contains cow's milk, proteins, soy proteins extracted with the toxic solvent hexane. I'm not familiar with this or even the DHA in many infant formula products is synthetically is essentially synthetic. Just remember, this is the stuff the state wants you to feed your baby. Never admit to the state authorities that you're raising your baby on a vegan diet. This immediately raises yeah. suspicion. Among, I bet they answered the questions honestly. I'm sure they, they did. Asked. This immediately raises suspicion among the state uh, child protective enforcement morons who well, have zero nutritional knowledge and then it will probably still run their own fundraisers by selling donuts to their families. You know, Mark, how sad is it that on this program we frequently, I mean, just this week, we advocated to folks... Look, if you didn't call the cops, don't answer the damn door. There's no no mm-hmm. good that can come from talking to these people. It seems like it's getting to the point where you shouldn't be answering the questions of the paramedics either. Yeah, this guy goes on to say, am I suggesting you lie to Child Protective Services? services? Yes. yes, I am. <laughs> Better yet, don't even talk to them. 1-800-259-9231. But if you've got an experience where you can actually give us some expertise, we'd be happy to hear from you. 800-259-9231. Free talk. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site there for free. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. And if you want to support the show, you may do so by going to promote.freetalklive.com. That is where you'll find a list of things that you can do, like print out flyers or business cards or... Uh, add web graphics and banners to your website, etc. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to get those details and help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Now, we're talking about a news story out of France, but don't think for a moment that just because you're not in France that something like this couldn't happen to you and your family. We're talking about an 11-month-year-old baby 
that has been uh, has died, and the autopsy has yet to be performed. Is that correct? No, the autopsy has been performed. It has that been, the and that's how found. they determined that the baby was deficient in vitamin A. In I'm sorry, blood. I thought that was a preliminary determination. So, uh, so yeah, they the baby was deficient in these things. It has died, and the allegation is that the reason it's deficient is because mom and dad were vegans. Mom was uh, breastfeeding the child as its primary source of food, or in this case, maybe its sole source of food. Could be. And it wouldn't be terribly unusual. Did you mention that it was 30 years in prison these folks are facing? Yeah. Yep. Up to 30 years. It's just cr- so crazy. Absurd. Totally absurd. Now, you know that this is going to translate now into jailing women who are in a bar and they have a drink and they're pregnant, right? Mm. Smoke cigarettes. Endangering a baby. If you eat poorly or you don't, not even poorly. I don't think vegans have a poor diet. I think that, you know, my friends who do vegan diets properly are the healthiest people I know. So, so now we're going to take it back even further so that when you're pregnant, you are going to be. Right. The suggestion here is they own you. Yeah. Yeah. You must do as we say. If you do not raise your child and feed your child in the way that we, the state, have determined is most appropriate, then you will face punishment. But yeah, right. And at this point, I see no evidence that this child died from the diet that uh, the mother was eating. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So this child's no more vegan than I am. Uh, maybe just be, because I eat cows that eat nothing but oats and uh, grass and things like that does not make me vegan. The child was nursing from its mother, eating an animal product, a, prim, a primate milk. And, um, you know, I, this this child isn't vegan. Well, I see where you're coming from on that. It doesn't matter whether the child is vegan or not. What matters is the issue that uh, these people are being charged with a criminal act because of their choice of how to raise this child. And there are no shortage of stories like this. So, again, my point being that just because it's in France doesn't mean that if you're a parent in the United States or the U.K. or something like that, that you're safe because – There have been story after story here in the United States about parents that have uh, different beliefs. Like, for instance, there's a certain ultra, like ultra, ultra Christian fundamentalist parents (laughs) that um, I'm trying to exclude you from that statement. You're a Christian, Michelle. You're not an ultra, ultra fundamentalist Christian. You're not the kind of uh, mom who would say deny your children medical care should they should they need it. Right. Huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I <laughs> well, jumped to a conclusion. Okay, well, I do know that, um, speaking of that, there was a family who did not want to give their son chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And yep. he was 16 years old, and the state said, you have to um, give him chemotherapy. He had cancer. And so what he did is, and they'd been treating him for a few years with um, an organic vegetarian diet and things, and, and um, he went and got emancipated and said, Mom, I love you, and this is the best way to you know, handle this. He went and got emancipated so we could, so then he could say no to the state. But they started hassling her when she, he was 14 yeah. and they just held it out for two years. But the amount of stress that that family had to endure, and I can't imagine that that was uh, any good for, um, for uh, eliminating his cancer and helping him to have a strong immune system. Stress doesn't help uh, no. the treatment of very many diseases. Right. Yeah, I can't. So, look, I wouldn't blame you for not wanting to have uh, chemotherapy. I mean, I'm not saying that all medical procedures are good. No, I'm but not that kind. Like, some parents will, for instance, not allow their child to have glasses 
Yeah. No. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Like this mm. extreme level of Jesus will solve the problem it's if God's it was right. meant to be it's, solved. It's God's will that uh, your arm be broken. Uh, right. Yeah. So th- there are parents like that yeah. and they have been punished in these ways by the state. And a lot of people will look at that and say, well, yeah, go get them. They're, they're abusing their kids and they're hurting their children. And it's horrible how those parents are behaving. But that's a slippery slope, isn't it? Like, well, you know me. I believe that I own my children until they own themselves. <laughs> I don't think that's a completely unreasonable thing to say. Yeah. I think that uh, as soon as a child is ready to grow up and take responsibility for itself, it it should be able to uh, to make that choice. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, I guess you own parts and behaviors at certain time. At this point, uh, you know, at one point I I was able to I decided when Jack got his diaper changed and when he didn't. Now he has some decision making uh, capability mm-hmm. in there. He he's he's trying to use the potty. Choosing... But if he makes a mess over at my house, um. And I say, Jack, you need to clean this up. And he doesn't clean it up. I get to come to you and say, dude. Yeah, well, that much is true. Because yeah. <laughs> he's not going to clean A three-year-old yeah, is so, not going to clean so that, And that's how I kind of define ownership is whether or not, first of all, you're able to take responsibility for your Who's behavior. responsible? Absolutely. Ownership is defined by control and responsibility. Yeah. I, I, would, I would concur with that. Let me uh, see if I can wrap this article up here real quick. So uh, the author here, Mike Adams from uh, naturalnews.com said, if asked whether this regarding uh, families that are vegan, if asked, just tell them you feed your baby a balanced diet that includes a little bit of meat, a little bit of cheese, and so on. Am I suggesting you lie to prote- child protective services? Of course I am. Telling these people the truth that you follow a strict plant-based diet that is rich in raw nutrients could get your children kidnapped <laughs> and taken away while you're thrown in prison for 30 years. So true. Yeah, there are times when lying to the state is absolutely necessary to protect your family, and this is clearly one of those times. Don't feel bad about it. They lie to you all the time. Right. They're, 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 well, not only that, it's none of their business. Yeah. yeah. Quite simply. So remember, remember this. The state doesn't check all the other dead babies with their nutritional deficiencies, do they? They only check the babies of parents who say yeah. they're vegans. If they actually autopsy to other babies and children who died of cancer, for example, they'd probably find their bodies are full of toxic chemical additives that are processed from foods that are from processed foods and meats. Um, they'd probably find evidence of damage uh, from aspartame or MSG, too. But they're not interested in any of that. Yeah. So, again, the, the issue for me here is this. The, the really scary part is the slippery slope. The idea that... Uh, that that if you don't like some sort of way that parents are raising their children, whether it be that they're not getting them the medical care you think they need, or whether it be that they're not feeding uh, them the things that uh, you think they should be fed, or whether they're not going to you know be put to sleep on time, what you, mm-hmm. time you think they should be put to sleep, or whether they you know they're you know they're engaging in breastfeeding at too late of an age, or whatever the issue is, if you advocate. To try to control parents and how they, you know, what decisions they can make regarding their child and how they're brought up, then eventually don't be surprised if the state comes around someday to come after you mm-hmm. for something that you do with That's your children. Mm-hmm. Just don't be shocked. Let's go to your phone calls. Michael's in uh, Wyoming. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, Michael Dean, longtime hey. listener, first time caller. How are you doing? Great, Michael. What's on your mind tonight? Was that a real political ad you just played? Uh, we're in the middle of a, uh, a show segment, so I'm not sure what political ad. Oh no, he's to. probably talking about the uh, one of the, the the spoof ones that we have. Okay, it was awesome. You're uh, talking about during, like, during one of our breaks. Yeah, it was a guy saying I'm a sociopath and I think I should be able to represent you, so you should vote for me to represent the state. Yeah, I just moved to 18 months ago. I That's the whitest kids you know, Clint Webb skit. You can see the full version uh, on YouTube. Just type in Clint Webb. It's actually a lot longer, a little bit longer than the the one that we're running. It was amazing. Yeah, good stuff. Loved it. Uh, I was just thinking about the how 
you're talking about how they can take away your kids if they're if you're vegan, but at the same time, Obama's na- nannies are Cass Sustine wants to make everyone vegetarian. It's like I don't even know. Even if you want to obey the rules, which ones do you obey? Yeah. It, it, it's impossible. It's, it's absolutely true. It is a, a, a rabbit warren of uh, of rules and and uh, mores and and just you know diktats that they give you. And it doesn't work both ways. You notice that these parents have been taken by the state against their will, and they are being put in cages potentially up to thirty years. Now, what about the FDA approval of all sorts of things like fluoride that has since been proven to be really bad for you? Are the people that authorized uh, fluoride and, and other things to be in your diet, are they now going to be jailed because of the birth defects and the you know, ailments and deaths that people are living a lot longer with uh, and fluoride's been in our diets for quite some time. But, uh, you know, I, mean, I think that people should be able to raise their kids how they want. Mm-hmm. Michael, other thoughts? Uh, a lot of them. I, I saw an ad on TV yesterday from some concerned parent group. That was uh, the whole the whole juxta the whole point of it was support the EPA and it showed a baby eating dioxin and mercury. Oh, there you go. I guess that's what happens if we don't have the uh, the the alphabet suit government agency. Right, because all those evil corporations just want to poison your children, and if it weren't for the government, they'd all be dead. (laughs) Thanks for the call, Michael. I appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can take control of these airwaves. Hour number two is coming up, and of course, you can bring up absolutely anything. There's more, actually. So we've got kind of like a vegetable theme here tonight. I've got a story about a Georgia man who's been fined $5,000 for growing too many vegetables. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program, and as always, you're invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you might like. 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. All right, as we go right into your phone calls, and then coming up, we'll tell you about the man who has been fined five thousand dollars for growing too many vegetables apparently but first we've got justy on the line in maryland justy you're on free talk live yes i'm justin from oh, justin they left off the end what's on your mind tonight 
Well, I read a news article, and you can find this on uh, Citizens, Com- Citizens Commission on Human Rights.org. There was a mother, a black mother, who had a daughter, and they were trying to put her on this SRI, this kind of Ritalin-like drug that's been known to cause cancer, actually. You know what I mean? Serotonin and basically inhibitors. what happened was they, because she refused to drug her child, you know what I mean? They basically sent CPS her away with a couple of police officers. Here, here's where it ends different. Is that the mother, instead of letting them take their, her child, she opens fires on the Whoa. police officers next to them. It says, oh, no, how, you are not going to take my how'd child. How'd that go for her? <laughs> well, the SWAT team came around. She had to surrender because she was outgunned. Oh, uh, she's lucky she didn't get killed. She's, uh, she's in jail now. Her, her, um, her daughter has been forcibly committed to a psychiatric <gasps> center. That's going to help to get your kids back. Fire on the cops that come to uh, to kidnap them. Thanks, Justin, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. At but that's self defense, though. I understand it, but that doesn't make uh, you know. It, you may very well be able to come up with an with a justification moral argument, yeah. but you're yeah. never going to be able to convince anyone that uh, that that it it, it that you're not going to be able to convince the society as a whole. It's okay, right? I mean, I agree. I, I understand where people are coming from. I would feel the same way if they were coming after my kid because I didn't want him to. Uh, so, be because on they have a badge and a gun, they have they're legitimately uh, and rightfully and legally entitled. They to have not your right. Child. They have a cloak okay, of legitimacy. Thank you. <laughs> right, it's a cloak of legitimacy, but it's not right what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're stealing people's children from them, and I don't blame anybody for feeling like. That their only resort in that situation, that they can only resort to violence. I don't blame them for feeling that way. I used to feel that way myself um, about those issues. And I just came to the conclusion that it's it's just not right for a variety of uh, of reasons to do that. It's impractical. Number yeah. one, ineffective. Uh, it's very ineffective. Number two, she's lucky to be alive yeah. after that uh, encounter. She's lucky she didn't get blasted uh, by those cops. Right. If it was the father instead of the mother, you could be certain be that they just walk in and shot him. Yeah. Um, so she's lucky to be alive. But now that she's fired on the police, she's going to be in jail likely for a long, long time. And if she had had a chance, if she like if she hadn't fired on them, maybe she would have had a sliver of a chance of getting that child back at some point but you might as well count that out at this point yeah i would i have to say that's that's true um you know it's really unfortunate but it's the the root of this problem is as we have stated it many many times on this show giving your kids to them when you give your kids to them in um you know by sending them to public school they own them that's their kid now you just let them sleep at your house this is what happens. If that kid had never gone to public school, he would have never been prescribed the Ritalin. He would have, she would have never, or the SRI inhibitors mm-hmm. or whatever they are, yep. or the, S, the SR inhibitors. Um, they, you know, and they wouldn't have tried to come and take him away. And it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that they're they're charging this poor lady for property taxes to uh, pay the, to send the kid to school. I mean, yeah, I admit it, but this is what the government does. They own your kid, especially they when own you. you. Yeah, they do, especially when you willingly give them more and more. And yeah. by sending your kid to public school, you're giving the kid to them. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Michelle, you know this. Um, I don't think. Do your kids even have social security numbers? No, just Aziza. She's she got one on her own. She got one on her own, but the boys don't. And uh, a week or so, they don't have driver's licenses. And yes, Which means they, they drive. Pretty much don't exist as far as the state exist. is concerned. They don't exist. And um, so Omar was um, at the post office last week and and picked up a uh, a flyer. It says 18 to 25 year olds, uh, and I. I showed this to you the other day. It was um, the selective service system. (laughs) Yes. And um, he on his own, you know, and he's the of my three kids. He's the least anarchist. 
you know, because he just, he's very, he has a lot of rules for himself and, mm-hmm. and self-government for himself. And he just doesn't think that other people exercise that. So whatever. In any case, he came home and um, showed me this selective service uh, contract. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not signing that. And, um, and he said, I won't be doing that. He said, and because of that, I will not be getting my driver's license because it appears that once you get your driver's license, then, um, it's not just a social security, but you get put into the database and, you know, they can find you like that. I was very surprised to hear him Does say he that, have actually. dual citizenship? Uh, he, he could any time, but I haven't gotten. Couldn't he get a driver's license in that other country and then use that? <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. An international driver's license. See I, him run that number when I they mean, pull you over. I think he'll probably get like a diplomatic one. There you go. Yeah. Even Something. that sounds good to me too. Yeah. Anything that's not from here. <laughs> but yeah, keeping your kids out of the yeah. system is a, is certainly a good idea. Let's continue here uh, as at least as much as possible. And certainly answering their questions is only going to dig you in deeper. Don't don't even answer the door for these people. There's no reason to talk. If CPS is coming to your door. If you didn't invite somebody to come to your house, probably you shouldn't be talking to uh, to those people. I know it's it seems like antisocial. But this but- was done at school. I mean, all the uh, most of this right. stuff is done at school. So you know you don't have the option. You're the f- going into their house. I see where you're coming from. The frequently they do come to your home and, Indeed. and well, you, conduct <laughs> investigations, and most people let is, them in. This is the best advice for you who doesn't yeah. send their kid. You don't have a kid uh, to public school. I'm not going to send mine for one. This is one of a myriad of reasons. But wait a minute, where did she cu- fire at these cops? I missed I, that point. This, was, this was a story being told by was, Michelle. Michelle, did she fire at the cops at school or was she at home when they they tried to take her child? The woman that you were just talking about? The one, the uh, one you Justin. were talking about. The one that uh, blasted back at the cops when they, they came after her and her kid. That was Justin. Oh, I'm sorry. Up. You're right. It was oh, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me in line. <laughs> but it, it, I had understood that, that the girl was taken from the home and she, usually that's that's she the way fired it works. upon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually that's, that's why I was saying, Mark, it's just usually a bad idea to even answer the door for these people and, and talk to them. I mean, if they don't know your home, they don't know your kid's home, then there's not much that they can do about that unless they actually have a warrant. Um, and so in the very in the very beginning of a lot of these CPS cases, you've got a usually some sort of a report from some concerned individual, mm-hmm. some busybody, typically, or somebody who doesn't counselor. like you, somebody or somebody who's got a, you know, some kind of a vendetta against you because they don't like how you're taking care of your lawn or something absurd like that. And so they've made some crap up, or maybe they didn't make it up, whatever. They've uh, placed a report, and they send out their bureaucrat to come and take a look around and ask some questions. Because if somebody just calls CPS, seems pretty unlikely that they're going to be able to get a warrant based on one phone call from some concerned person. They're going to send an investigator with perhaps a police officer escort to come and intimidate you into letting you uh, letting them into your home so they can sit down with you and observe you with your child and ask you a bunch of questions. And then based on their observations and based on your answers to the questions, they will then file to get a warrant to possibly you know, grab your kid. I would agree. That would be my guess from the way I understand how things work. If you actually have an experience, I'd love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. So the most important thing would be to not let them into your home so they cannot see anything to not like, like, you know, like your bong sitting out or something. Uh, And then, uh, you know, to not also speak to them so they can't gather any intelligence about you and make a decision that they don't agree with how you're raising your children. So silence is the best option. This is also an attack on uh, people who live in poverty because sure. if you know, they can't hire a lawyer. 
they can't hire a lawyer and and um there are other there are so many camps and things that you can do for your child if if they need a little extra help or if they need um some kind of uh therapy or what have you yeah they can afford the whatever medical options yeah. there are let's talk to angela listening in california angela you're on free talk live with ian michelle and mark hello there. hello hey what's on your mind tonight hi oh what a great show thanks um, angela I'm glad I called in and waited. We're glad you're here. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yes. Um, well, since you're on the topic um, for the system in the state, I have been one that you know decided to homeschool at a young age. I have four children. Good for you. I, yeah, I had 13 years of calls to social services and and um, uh, just because I was homeschooling and family members didn't understand, they thought it was neglect and my greatest armor was the word of god and i'll tell you what we'll let you tell your story here in a moment at 800-259-9231 did family members call the government on her because she was homeschooling that's what it sounded like we'll find out more in a moment have you been thinking about starting a website i'm gonna tell you about a great offer from hostgator hostgator is a worldwide leader for web hosting and they make it easy to get your own com domain name you create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and we give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those. Uh, By the way, those features include news updates. So if you want to be kept in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live, you can just go and get signed up. Follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, all at news.freetalklive.com. Once again, that's news freetalklive.com and like everything else on our website it's totally free have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without lawyers who have to know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers that want to minimize their legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what their lawyers should be doing it'll show you how to move the court how to get discovery do all the things that you have to do if you just wander on into court one day it's not going to go well for you It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer, and it's so easy, the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. I've got the course. I recommend it for you. I've paid for it myself. It's Jurisdictionary.com. Still to come, we get a chance. uh, The details on the man fined over $5,000 for having a home garden. I mean, if you thought... There wasn't something that you th- if you thought there was something that uh, was still not illegal in this country. Well, apparently you were wrong. Was he acting like a vegetable? We will uh, give you the details <laughs> on that coming up here in a moment. But Angela is on the line here, uh, listening in California. And Angela, you were telling us uh, your thoughts. I think it was in regards to the uh, the CPS situation, the Child Protective Services. Yes, um, I had decided to homeschool my children. I was a Christian, and. Um, I did not realize what I was headed for when I, I made this decision, and it was a, it was a long road, and it was enough in it doing research and learning about homeschooling. 
I had so much confrontation from family members and concerns because of them feeling they were deprived and neglected. And my children are very, very intelligent, have graduated, all of them except for one now. And um, It's really insulting, by the way, the idea that uh, because you keep your kids at home and educate them or have them educate themselves in many cases, like in an unschooling situation, that somehow that's... educate themselves all the time anyway. That somehow that's neglecting. Like, the idea is that you have to send your kids to this dumb government school where they're surrounded by muprons and other people that are dangerous, uh, that somehow that's not neglect. It's not neglect to send your kids away from you for eight, nine hours a day uh, to be in this government prison indoctrination camp. Eight or but nine it, hours? No, no, it's like 12 now. Is it now? I see. Yeah. I don't, it's been a long time since I've been to school. But, uh, but you know, the idea that that's not, that is not neglect, but it is neglect to have them in your care is... It's just so so backwards. And you're hearing it from your family members. Right. And through pressure, there was a couple times that I did enroll them in school. My oldest son ended up having a mental breakdown. I had um, my children uh, abused in the school where they were left not getting medical attention. I was I had to go to court and face a DA. Praise God. The Lord came in my defense. There you go, I ended girl. Up- I ended up joining uh, Homeschool Legal Defense that actually went after the DA and where she blasted me and told me I was a failure. I ended up um, homeschooling again and made the decision never again. They are very vicious in the schools. They are very cruel. They're very abusive, not only to your children and to the a single parent that is impoverished, disabled, and um, I have learned that in the home, in homeschooling, my children have learned so many skills. I have learned so much. Mm. You're learning along with them in many cases mm. uh, in order to teach. You know, when you teach yeah. something, you actually learn it better uh, yourself as well. Thanks for your story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And of course, the homeschooling movement kind of gets painted as like a, a mostly religious sort of movement, but it's good not, for certainly not entirely. No, it's good for anybody that has children. I mean, if I were an atheist, for instance, and I have been in the past, I, I would not want my kids going to the government schools and being, you know, subject to whatever kind of religious indoctrination they have there. And by religious indoctrination, I mean the religion of the state. Right. Um, I wouldn't want to have that around my kids. And, I, and there are a number of other reasons why you should keep get your kids the heck out of these government schools. But unfortunately, she's calling from probably one of the worst places to homeschool your children. California. California. Yep. The, the teachers union in California, as I understand it, would like to completely outlaw homeschooling. They already have... From Unless you're a teacher. You have to, you'd have to sure. be certified as a teacher to, be, to homeschool. She mentioned, actually, the Homeschool Legal Defense, uh, defense HSLDA, Homeschool, homeschool Legal Defense Association. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the year I left in 2006, they did a huge case out in California uh, regarding a family... And they defended this family who had had been arrested for homeschooling their children and et cetera. And and I mentioned, you know, 12 hours a day, the 2005, they passed um, a bond in Lake Tahoe where you could drop off your child as early as 630 in the morning and they could have breakfast, et cetera, at school. And then you could pick them up as late as either six or seven at night. And this was starting like in kindergarten. 
Yeah, uh, you know, it's this is what it is. Is it's governed, government sponsored babysitting, and you know, people would like you to believe that the teachers at the schools know this magic stuff in order to teach your kids. But the fact is, t- kids learn on their own. I mean, I got yeah. some videos for Jack, and he's, uh, you know, he he can read words on his own at three. I mean, he, he you show him the flashcards, he'll read them. I haven't pressured him in any way. He likes this. It's a game to him, and. When learning isn't shoved down your throat, it can be a lot of fun because then you get to right. learn at your That's own pace. That's what school will give your kid. School will give your kid make you hate uh, it. Yeah, yeah, make them hate hate school. That's I know I didn't like it. I mean, I, well, to be to be a little more accurate, elementary school is not so bad, but it tends to get worse as it goes well, it, along. I think that it, I think that you know it, it it takes it takes years to suck yeah. the life out of children. Absolutely. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. James is in Nebraska. You're on Free Talk Live. The Michelle and Mark. Hello, James. Oh, good hey. evening. How y'all doing? Just great. What's on your mind tonight, James? Uh, yeah, I have a question. Um, I, I uh, currently am uh, residing in Nebraska, and the, the woman there on, uh, on the in your group. I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot her name. Uh, she mentioned a- uh, HSLDA. Yeah, Michelle's here. And uh, Michelle, okay, thank you. And I know there's, I believe there's four different degrees of regulation in the various states, the so-called states. And I believe New Hampshire is the highest degree of regulation. What? Uh, no. As far as homeschooling, is that correct? That's no, not that's correct. A, definitely not. You know, definitely mistaken on that. It's not the lowest, but it's certainly not the oh. highest. Mark, what would you say it is on the the, the pretty realm? darn low? The uh, the people, you know, the homeschoolers in this state are adamant. Um, I would, you know, I if if I had to rate it on a scale of one to five, I'd say a two. Okay. Okay. I, I, maybe my sources were were incorrect. Then. Uh, so my next question is: that the various free staters. Um, that that are out there in New Hampshire currently, uh, to what? Uh, how, how much do they do they comply with state regulation at all? Or are they just if, if you're out of the system, you're out of the system. There are children, uh, you know, no such luck for you to be able to monitor me in in, in any way. Is that typically what I goes would say on? It, or? I would say it varies. I mean, there yeah, some free, do, some don't. Some right. some some have no. You know, there's no attachment to the state. They haven't even told the state they've got kids. Um, and others, uh, you know, do the do the homeschooling thing. And, some parents are scared. You know, they, they're scared to not comply. But I fully support non-compliance. And if you had more you wanted to share on that, you're certainly welcome to. We'll bring you back here in a moment. Of course, we'll also take your calls about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. I would love to see what happens if uh, people don't comply with stupid homeschooling regulations and then challenge them. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey this November. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got the shrine of female listeners there with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. You can see what I mean. If you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Like the rest of our website, it's totally free to you. That's shrine. .freetalklive.com. It's the shirt that you wear most, the white dress shirt. And Paul Frederick has it for you, an athletic, trim, 
big and tall for 1995. Guys, you know if you've tried to buy a uh, white dress shirt that you can't get one for 20 bucks. Not one that fits. You might be able to go to those discount places and get one where the neck's too tight or the, le- the sleeves are too short or the waist is too big, but you can't get one that fits for 20 bucks. You can get more than 55 sleeve fit and collar combinations at 1995shirt.com. And free monogramming too and that really it really makes the difference people look at that monogramming they know that shirt is yours it was made for you use promo code tuck t-u-c-k to get the shirt for 1995 and free monogramming at 1995shirt.com our number here again 800-259-9231 as we continue here i think james is still with us in nebraska james are you there do we lose James? James in Nebraska going once. James in Nebraska going twice. He is gone. We were talking about homeschooling and, uh, of course, the idea that the state and the people that are the state's lapdogs and servants would love to just force your children into their state education, uh, state indoctrination camps. I was talking to a lady one time over the phone. You know, I sell ads for uh, Free Talk Live, and somehow or another, we ended up uh, talking about homeschooling. And her statement was that she felt that homeschooling should be outlawed entirely. And I'm really, why? She said she thinks they're all Unabombers. Wow, so well, at outrageous. What point can you, are you allowed to teach your child how to use the toilet? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm teaching right. my kid every day. He's three years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, some people want government preschool. Some yes, people are calling for that. Well, it takes a village, you know. That's right. And by that, they mean <laughs> you're not qualified to raise your own kid. Yeah. yeah. And that's scary stuff, man. 1-800-259-9231. We continue here with your phone calls. Greg is listening in Massachusetts. And, of course, you can bring up anything you'd like. Greg, what's on your mind tonight? Greg? How's it going, guys? What's on your mind, Greg? Yeah, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about the – I was on, of course, last week talking about this, but my art club, the Young Americans for Liberty at Northeastern University, did erect a 48-foot-wide debt clock on campus, and I just wanted to – uh talk a little about that and especially how uh in spite of the uh administration's uh support of the event the campus police of course were all over us within 10 minutes of setting up now wait a minute i i get let me see if i can recount what you had said uh before you had said that you'd run into some problems uh getting permission from the campus administration yeah. is that the case it was but ultimately uh once that got straightened out. Okay, so you prevailed in your efforts to uh, to get the permission slip. Yeah, I mean, I was basically stuck in the, the the system of red tape, and I finally just went to them and said, "Look, I said, you know, I said my concern is that you're trying to shut this event down and that you don't want this opinion expressed on campus." And then they said, "No, no, 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 that's not the case. We're going to let you do the event. It's just going to take us time to process everything. So I said, fine, as long as you assure me I can do it, then, mm-hmm. you know, do what you need to do. All right. So, so you were you had permission to be there. You set up in where? Was it like some sort of uh, central location, some kind of square? Yeah, we set up, um, yeah, we set up uh, in front of the main quad on campus on a fence. Quad, that's uh, what they always the, call it, the quad. Yeah, the quad. In the, uh, we set up a lot. The sign itself was along a fence. Um, Along the road, and then actually the uh, the university uh, grounds crews helped us uh, like tie it to the fence or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it didn't fall uh, and crush people. The all four feet of it. No, is this like yeah, a exactly? No, I mean, no, it's this is a big clock, the debt clock. Is it yeah. somehow electronic or is it just what is it? Yeah, look like? yeah, that's a great question. It's 
it, it, we just call it the deck clock, uh, you know, to, to get people to think of the thing in New York. But it's just 48 feet of cheap plywood that we painted. It, you know, the prototype, it, it cost less than $100, and it was like a very good way to uh, spread the message on campus. But so I see. Yeah, so, you, so, some, so you painted like the current debt at the time at which you painted it on there, basically? Yeah, it was already off by about $80 billion by Wednesday. <laughs> and we painted it on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, you should have just guessed ahead. Added a trillion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, anyhow, so we get permission. The university's fine with us, and they told us they said you don't actually need a. They said you don't actually need a, uh, a permit for this. They said it's not a demonstration because they're like you're just putting a sign up, and then there's going to be three of you guys at a table, mm-hmm. you know, uh, over in the quads. Like that's not a demonstration. That's not a problem. And of course, no sooner do we set it up though than the police roll up. This is a demonstration. To permit. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, they said this is a demonstration. I said, "Well, I said no. Student activities approve this. They they called the police department yesterday to tell you guys we would be here." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? Where's our permit?" I'm like, "We're sitting at a table." They're like, "Well, well, people are still coming up to you for information. So this is a demonstration." Uh huh. And and then they but then they start. Uh, so then they go and they call in, uh, you know, three other officers. So now we got two squad cars here. Four police officers, over three college kids sitting at a damn table in the middle of the quad. And wow. and I kept telling them, I was like, would you just radio to the darn police department and straighten this out? Because I was like, we have permission to be here. And instead, of course, you know, act now, think later, police. They just start taking our names. So I had to, um, I got on the phone with the student activities office, explain the situation. They get on the phone with the police department. Long story short, the police radio all our names and check us out. And then get the reply, yeah, they're approved to be there. Okay, and then they all leave. I mean, it's just, it amazes me how, you know, the campus police think that they, you know, like, run the university. Well, they are the men with, well, do they have guns? Oh, yeah. I mean, they are privately funded by Northeastern, but they are fully commissioned uh, by the county. They have all um, powers of normal police. Well, of course they think they run the university. They're the men with guns with the ability to take Do you have any evidence that they're not? Put them in cages. <laughs> so, okay, so quick question. Did you have a video camera during this encounter? Oh, yeah, we, uh, we, we uh, videotaped the whole thing. Bravo. Excellent. More <laughs> than one video camera or just one? Oh, we only had one. All right. Good uh, enough. Because... <laughs> One's the bare minimum, but you definitely, if you can, you want to have people with uh, things like cell phone cameras with QIK.com to uh, allow for live streaming of the event to the Internet and also have some sort of a, you know, an actual video camcorder style. Once they have the the little camcorder, the little hidden camcorder that can stream directly to the Internet, that's when it's all over. Well, I hope uh, hope to see the video. Uh, maybe you can put it up over the Free Talk Live BBS or something like that, or, or post it actually as a news story right there on the front page at uh, at yeah. freetalklive.com. Good job. Greg, thanks for the update. Glad you didn't get uh, get arrested today or then, whenever that was. I guess the weekend. Was it today? Or? All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Take dude. Care. Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. I almost got arrested today. At least it, <laughs> it felt that way. Gee, there's nothing unusual about that. And this was actually over a video camera. I was in Greenfield, Massachusetts to support some of the activists uh, that were going down there for a, a hearing on a motion to dismiss and a possible plea bargain to just get this crap over with in Massachusetts. There's been just a nightmare of charges for friends of ours uh, down there. 
And uh, it, it went fairly well from that perspective as far as uh, one guy took a plea bargain and that helped get a couple other people off of some charges uh, as well. So a lot of that stuff has been wrapped up. But they wouldn't allow a demo from LibertyOnTour.com to, uh, to videotape. He'd filled out their little form, but he didn't fill out the way they wanted it to be filled out. So Was he, he wearing a hat? He was, uh, <laughs> but they didn't have a problem with that. So he uh, he wanted to have a hearing with the judge on this as to why they would not allow him to just film. Based You're not on, allowed to you know, talk to our judge. Based on no no they called him up to talk to the judge and it was at that time that I got out my uh, camera my 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 cell phone and I started doing a quick video qik.com mm. and uh, the bailiff who'd been eyeballing me for a while saw me and she came over and uh, you know was like you can't be recording in here and I told her that I wasn't and I had stopped it at that point. Um, but uh, then she stood in front of my camera because I continued to hold it up and she stood in front of my camera um, and then Rich Paul sitting next to me at that point in time he pulls out his cell phone holds it up his cell phone can't even record video yet she doesn't know this yeah. so she moves over and stands in front of uh, his camera <laughs> but that's not the point at which I almost got arrested and a demo almost did as well uh, we'll, uh, I'll share the rest of that story here in a little boy, uh, little little moment 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind take control it's free talk live this your family today tip is brought to you by juicy juice 100 juice providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces visit us at juicyjuice.com when it comes to nutrition kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow for the ideal mix your kids should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100 veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100 fruit juice a day for more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash your family today. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free and bring up anything you want. 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go if you enjoy this program and you'd like to help support Free Talk Live. Shop with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find affiliate links there for Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer. Man, they sell almost everything you can think of, dozens of different categories, even grocery items now. You can go to Amazon uh, through our links at shop.freetalklive.com. You start through that link. means Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. Still the same great prices, same great Amazon, free super saver shipping deals on a lot of their brand new items. It's just that you're entering through our portal, so they cut us some of their profits. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. Want freedom? Build freedom. Got programming skills? Join the Freedom Engineering team and help develop the technology that enables spontaneous order and free market capitalism to erupt on Earth. Mobile app developers and database experts wanted immediately. Share an ownership. Create stuff that matters. Go to freedomengineering.org. It's time to build freedom. Freedomengineering.org. All right, so 800-259-9231 as we continue with, uh, well, we'll get right back to your calls, but I want to tell you about what happened in court today where a number of liberty activists unfortunately had to leave the safe confines of New Hampshire and go to enemy the, territory. Yeah, the, the evil Massachusetts uh, Greenfield where they have been aggressing against some of our friends uh, for quite a while. It's not all over yet in Greenfield. Our friends Pete and Ademo are still facing felony wiretapping charges for v- using video cameras inside the so-called public 
public facility known as the jail uh, down there. They still face those charges. Uh, but Rich Paul and uh, Capuzzo and Jackie, who were arrested a while back, not because they were doing any activism, but they were you know, they allegedly had a half pound of uh, marijuana on them. And I think I think Rich Paul had a, a revolver or something like that. Oh, well, that's going to be bad. News. So, yeah, it wasn't looking very good. And uh, so I guess Capuzzo had been in jail since the arrest last year. Today, Rich Paul took a plea bargain on that because, as he put it, he's not here to make a stand in Massachusetts. You know, a lot of our a lot of our folks up here, they they don't take plea bargains when they're charged with uh, with you know civil disobedience and things like that. One, this wasn't civil disobedience. Two, he doesn't want to make a stand in Massachusetts. So they they managed to cut a deal where Rich took a plea bargain on just a misdemeanor. They dropped all the felonies. So wow. just yeah, it's lucky for a gun charge and drug charge in yeah. Massachusetts. Clearly, they wanted this to go away, right? Arm trafficking. So was it the same female judge that? No. Okay. This was a male judge. And uh, so he took this plea deal. It's a $300 fine, and he has to forfeit his revolver. So the state gets to keep his gun, and they'll get $300. So that actually allowed them to then drop the charges on Jackie, who was in the car with them. And Capuzzo was also given time served on one of his charges. So he'll be released uh, and sent back to New Hampshire here in in a little bit. To possibly so FaceTime here. Right, because he was on probation, and so he's got a violation of probation. Uh, so that's the good news. There's less to deal with now down there. But in the midst of all this, uh, there were some issues in the courtroom where I brought out my camera and began uh, to record. Well, they don't like that because they want you to, to beg permission to record. You know, that whole First Amendment, it doesn't really apply, especially in their courtrooms. You know, the right to freedom of the press and free speech and all that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't get to. They don't uh, mean that to do that. So uh, so Adamo was trying to get permission from the court, was trying to let them know he was going to record and they hadn't approved his uh, his notice or motion or whatever you want to call it. And so I just decided that I wanted to record him talking to the judge about about being able able to record this bailiff comes over and stands in front of me and starts to you know block me from recording and tell me i can't be doing that and so the judge calls a recess at that point (laughs) and these people are nuts (laughs) it was during the recess that i noticed that there were two men that came in in plain clothes now they had that cop look to them right they had that kind of short haircut style Cropped or whatever, yeah, pretty, you know, well taken care of, uh, and they came in together, but split up. One went on one side of the room, the other went on the other side of the room, and I thought, hmm, that's weird. And then another one comes in, a little while later, this one sees the guy on the right side of the room, he goes over and sits down next to him and starts talking to him. The one guy that's on the left where we're sitting starts – I can see him eyeballing me. And it's like it's totally obvious that these guys are undercover cops. <laughs> I mean I'm no expert at this, okay? <laughs> I'm not an expert at spotting undercover cops. But my first thought was these guys are cops. And sure enough, when the judge comes back in, of course, as always, we're not standing for this uh, man in the robe. Even though we're in Massachusetts, nobody ever, we, those of us who are the liberty activists do not stand for these people. So they don't, ha- they don't say anything about that. No problem. You can stay seated for that. Nobody, nobody mentions a word about that. But then when Capuzzo gets called up for, uh, for his hearing, I at this point decide, look, I'm on bail in you know, New Hampshire and I've been arrested several times in the last year. So I'm pretty much at the end of my line for these things. Doesn't mean I won't still take risks. But at this point, I decided I'm just going to use my audio recorder for this 
So I, at that point, then pull up my uh, audio recording device, which is on a little lanyard around my neck, and I hold it out and begin recording you know, in, in hopes of being able to hear what's going on from across the room. And at that moment, like a second or two after I started doing that, the guy to the left of me goes, says something like, put that away. And I just ignored him. Like, who are you? You're some guy sitting in the the, right. uh, the the bench in front of me. I know you're obviously a cop, but you aren't wearing a badge. Right, right. So I just I just don't even look at the guy, and I just keep <laughs> recording. And it's at that point that uh, this other guy gets up from the other uh, bench on the side of the room, comes over, and then looms over me as intimidating uh, as he possibly can. And at that point, then you know, we're state police. You need to put that. Uh, you need to re- put that away and like asking me if it's a recording device and asking me if I'm recording and and I'm like look you know what I don't know what your it's rules jewelry. are I don't know I don't know what your rules are I'll talk to, I'll talk to the, they're basically saying that the judge hasn't allowed you to do this and I said okay well I'd be happy to talk to the judge <laughs> well let's go outside you can talk you can talk to us outside let's like, go outside yeah. right outside of the courtroom right. that sounds like a threat because the the judge was trying to do was trying to do some sort of a hearing and so this was causing a bit of a commotion but they were the ones causing it right so i was i I basically said to them and i was pretty flustered you know i had three intimidating cops standing around me and my i was getting a little nervous and my adrenaline was flowing and so basically my message to them was yeah i'll be happy to talk to the to the judge i'm not going anywhere and so i didn't get up and i thought for sure they were gonna be you're under arrest get up but they didn't, and I, you know, I, I let them know. Look, I'm sorry. I thought this was a camera ban, not an audio recording device. What? That's not a camera. Clearly, it wasn't a camera. But then again, I guess you never know. And so, not a, look. This is an audio recording device. I feel like I spoke too much, but nonetheless, they did back away from me after flashing their badge in front of me and you know being as intimidating as they could. At that point, a demo from LibertyOnTour.com had his BlackBerry device that he was holding up at that point. So they zoomed in on him. Of course, he was sitting right next to me, and they started to do the same intimidation tactics on him. And he handled it real smooth. He just basically said, look, you guys are cops, and I don't talk to cops. That was that was pretty much his mm. message uh, to these guys, and they kept badgering him with the questions. Like, Is that a video recording device? Are you recording video? And eventually, Adamo didn't budge. He didn't go outside with them either. They flashed their badge at him, and he <laughs> he just wasn't having any of it. And so the cops backed down. That's very empowering, as well as intimidating itself when you simply don't respond. It's really empowering. I think self empowering when you don't respond, and you know. There's nothing for them to fight now. Yep. And it's your right, right? You, you yeah. don't have to talk to these people. And and the kind of the longer you go, you know, without without giving in or... or it's or, tough, though. Let me I tell know, you. I know, but it... They're I think scary. Kind of steadily. But isn't it funny? <laughs> they sent three <laughs> state troopers, three undercover cops. They yeah. sent three into a courtroom. Guy, city guy, uh, skinny guy with a camera. To hassle somebody for recording video in that court. Os- ostensibly, right? allegedly recording video according to some bailiff in the courtroom called the cops because when we left the courtroom after the hearings the cops came out and i said just who called you guys and they said it was one of the court security officers the bailiff has arrest powers why didn't she do it in that court she has Mm. uh, the ability to do well maybe bailiff is the wrong term i don't know if they even call them bailiffs up here like in new hampshire they're called court security and i believe these guys are called court security as well and if you look carefully uh the now, there's typically one bailiff, and he's the person that is in charge of the courtroom just under the judge, right? Yeah, I don't think that's true in New Hampshire courts. And I, again, we were in Massachusetts today. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know who I would call the bailiff in that room. There are multiple court security officers. Mm. And usually in Massachusetts, I believe it actually says court security on their uniform. Okay. Mm. So I don't know if that's the right term, bailiff. I don't know if it's the right term at all. There's a clerk. The clerk kind of passes the paperwork and does some of the judge's work for him. And the the court security officers seem to play the role of a bailiff. I don't know. Anyway. Hard to know. Nobody got arrested. Thank goodness. Uh, everything went okay, and All we got out of there. All the rules are meant to confuse you anyway. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. and It is not easy to record video in courtrooms. Like, up here, we're pretty good at it, and it's still not an easy thing to do. More on the way. Hour three's next. This is Free Talk Live. It's the shirt you wear most. An essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt. And for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Penpoint Oxford dress shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more. But we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional straight collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today and you'll also receive free monogramming and $8.50 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. This is Free Talk Live, and we are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is where you want to go for that. Again, freetalklive.com, actually the main feature of the site allows you to control the content. So if you find something online that you think is particularly interesting... You can uh, simply submit it as show prep. It could be a news item, it could be a blog post, YouTube video, whatever you think is neat. Uh, you submit it to our website, and then other listeners will vote. Whether they like or dislike your suggestion, you get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site at freetalklive.com. Still to come, if we get a chance, we'll tell you about the man fined over $5,000 for growing vegetables in his home garden. We'll explain the details on that here and, of course, take your phone calls about whatever you want. Uh, let's go right back into your thoughts. Brian is listening in Oklahoma. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, I Brian. wanted to share with you guys uh, my perspective on a couple of topics. Sure. Um, the income tax and slavery reparations. Um, All right. Is anybody still talking about slavery reparations? <laughs> uh, I was around, thinking. I, think. I was thinking about it. Okay. You know, but lay it on me. First, I wanted to start with the uh, income tax. And uh, For, could I ask you: Are you vanilla, milk, chocolate, or dark chocolate yourself? I'm blonde hair, blue eye. Okay, you would be vanilla. Why would you be thinking about reparations? I mean, it's not even an issue. Let on him the talk table. about income tax first. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a heavy equipment mechanic, and let's say, just for the sake of argument, that. 
I fixed my um, chiropractor's uh, vehicle, and we agreed that he would adjust my back, and that would be payment for that. Yep. And we made the deal, and and uh, allegedly we made the trade, and then uh, government kicks down the door, um, forces it at gunpoint, and says, "Oh, oh, get out there and tune up my vehicle." And tells the chiropractor at gunpoint, adjust my back. And, you know, as ridiculous as that sounds, that's pretty much the system we have. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's, uh, they're, they're taking the fruits of your labor. So they might as well, they are taking your labor. So is it that you do not want to pay income taxes? Is, is that what you're getting at? Um, yeah. Pretty much. Good. Yeah, okay. So that's okay. So we're we're going right the re- down the right direction. So um, are you afraid to not pay income taxes and not file on April fifteenth? Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, one thing that you can do that's a step toward that direction, um, and you know, it gives you a little sense of power as well as in a, taking ownership of your of yourself, is that you can get a um a uh, an extension. And simply by getting an extension, if, if everyone in the United States were to do that, even if, you know, even if they were still promising to pay, just simply by filing an extension would, it's been explained to me, would bankrupt the... I do uh, I don't believe that kind of thing with my student loans. I get deferments and forbearances. Mm-hmm. And, I don't believe um, it, Michelle. I don't think that's the case at all. From I what I give them some, uh, give them a heartache. From what I understand, uh, the income tax just goes to pay interest on the, the debt. It doesn't actually go to fund the government's programs. Right. So if the interest isn't being paid, then they have to print more money in order to pay. They're going to print more money any old anyway, way. Right. So I don't think it's going to come, you know, it's going to crush the government by you filing for a bunch it's of people. My understanding, this has been told to me by a tax expert. I don't know what it's worth. OK, but this is what. It's been told to me, I'm only repeating it, that people who file extensions are less likely to get audited. Really? I'm just telling you. I kind of think, I just think of it as, you know, okay, so fine, you're not willing to stop the robber, you're not willing to get in front of the robber, but maybe you'll just stick your foot out and trip him. That's what I, you know, I just think every little step that you take toward taking back ownership of yourself is going to empower you to more and greater, you know. Yeah, but I think another problem with that plan is that a lot of people are getting checks from the government because because of the withholding tax, the government has taken more than they will actually end up so-called owing uh, once they're done filling out the paperwork. No, it's, I've heard that 40 percent of people who file taxes don't actually pay income taxes, that, that they've got this earned income tax credit part that goes into it, that it's actually a welfare program for those people. It gives them money, not uh, they don't have to spend it. Right. So, I mean, if you're expecting to get a check from the government, then that's sort of an, a disincentive to file for an extension, don't you think? Well, I would say in the first place, then you aren't um, filling out your tax forms correctly if you're actually getting money back. You should claim more exemptions. But um, in, you know, so, so any little, all my point was if he's not ready to stop paying, stop filing right now, any little thing that he can do to, to uh, make steps in that direction. 
Yep. Everything so. I've heard is that uh, the average person who works for themselves, and you said you're a heavy equipment operator, the average person who works for themselves really has very little to fear uh, if they choose not to file taxes. Now, I don't know what it's, you know, if you've been filing all along and that's going to uh, confuse them. It's not legal advice. I'm not giving that to you. But there's risk involved. Yeah. But generally, what, I, uh, what I've heard is that they go after people to make, the, make an example of them. They just don't have enough IRS agents to really. It's been 30 what? years since I got my first job. And um, and the IRS has come after me for one of those years. So I mean, how many, t- how many of those years have you paid taxes? Zero. You've never paid taxes. I've never paid taxes. income taxes or capital gains. So um, so no. So I mean, statistically speaking, you know, for one year out of thirty years, and that was for two thousand six. They you know levied my property. I dumped my property, and and they haven't you know pers- pursued me. <laughs> so now that I, I say that, you know, so I think that they, they make you more afraid than you need to be. Let's get more people together who aren't paying taxes in the same place. Like here in New Hampshire, we've got the Free State Project where liberty-minded people are con- uh, they're converging and they're getting active to work toward more liberty in our lifetime. I think that uh, safety is in numbers. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right, tell us the reparations thing, man. Okay, well, mainly uh, what that has to do with is the... The 1%, top 1% that has consolidated all the wealth and the bottom 99%. From what I can see is that the top 1% was rich people, you know, from the past, you know, rich people own slave ships. Rich people own plantations with with slaves on it. Okay. You know, I mean, these are, you know, with their ill-gotten gains passed down through their generations, these are the same rich people that... No, they're not. Those that, people are uh, dead. Yeah, those rich people government. are dead. Well, yeah, they... they um, so they're not the same. With their ill-gotten gains, they, they pass it down, you know. Yeah, to, indeed. To, yeah, to, yeah. And, and, you know, their descendants, you know, from, you know, these rich people are the same people that now buy governments and have the whole game. So what are you suggesting? You're never going to create a system where you manage to take the money away from the powerful. I mean, what you've got to do is create a system where everybody can get on board. And the rich people aren't going to get on board on any system where you're taking their stuff away. And the rich people people aren't the ones that are paying taxes. It's the middle class that's paying taxes. This (laughs) is about reparations, though, is what he's talking about. I'm for reparations. I'm for reparations of anybody who ever owned slave paying the people that uh, that they owned at one point. I'm for just leaving people alone. I mean, how about that? Well, how many people do you know of on slave, Ian? None. Okay. What I'm saying, though, is if if you are black and you are, like, racist to the white guy down the street, don't hate the guy down the street. Hate the rich white guy that has, you know, uh, the house on the street. Why hate? Why hate, dude? Why why are you advocating people hating those who have, you know, the good fortune to have uh, maybe inherited some money or a lot of rich people? Because, by the way, new uh, rich people that inherit money don't usually tend to treat it as well as people that actually earn it and get rich. So a lot of rich people are actually rich because they provided a great product or service to the marketplace and uh, they completely deserve the compensation that they've received. Why advocate hating anybody, sir? Well, I don't really want to advocate hating anybody, but if if okay. you're going to want reparations and and say, yeah, white people this or that, I mean, let it be. Do you the, hear this very much? People. I mean, why are you even thinking about this? I mean, is this oh, is someone talking? Really? I haven't heard reparations brought up in the national media in quite a in while. In the national media, but I mean, you Locally, may, you may I mean, work around I people. I lived in Alabama and Tennessee for a total of four years, and I never really heard about no, it. Well, are, you, are you hearing this in, in your daily life? Are people talking about wanting reparations? 
No, but but I have been thinking a lot about the the top one percent and how. Maybe you should just oh, focus on Oh, the government's you. getting to you. They're going to make you jealous, yeah. and they're going to make you hate that top yep. 1%. Maybe you should just focus on you, Brian. Thanks, and making your life better. And thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. And your loved ones, of course. We're on the way. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. Maybe you've missed a moment of the show. Uh, You are welcome to download as many archives as you'd like over at freetalklive.com. The archives go all the way back to late 2006. You'll find the last week's worth right at the top of the page, and then you can click into the archives section to go way back. Again, freetalklive.com. Free archives? Yeah, free everything. The whole website's free, so enjoy. And it's thanks to HostGator. HostGator's a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates, whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website. You can let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. Use that portal that we've created for you, hostgator.freetalklive.com. You'll get your first month completely free. You'll also get a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, and 24-7 technical support. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, continuing here, 800-259-9231. Maybe if we get a chance, we'll also tell you about this guy fined over $5,000 for growing vegetables on his own property. (laughs) Uh, Let's first, though, continue with your phone calls about what you want. TSA George is on the line in D.C. on the amp lines. Hello, George. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, I want to... First, um, talk about a new kind of retarded logic on my agency's part here. Okay. TSA and retarded logic? Come on. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Michelle. Um, (laughs) That's great. A few few weeks ago, we get a guy essentially um, banished to our overnight shift. Um, What happened was, I guess he pissed someone off, but he, he, he... and um, he's, like, decertified uh, completely on the job. Like, he can't do anything but load bins and tell people, you know, to take off his shoes and laptops. Is there a, like, is there a certification for, for crotch feel, <laughs> fondling? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Um, well, at least but anyway, yeah, he's, he's not certified to do that anymore because he pissed off some manager. But get this, he was still certified to teach the rest of us how to do all that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that, 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 that's TSA logic for you. you, you you're certified to teach everything like, uh, um, that we do, but you're not certified to actually do it yourself. How much wow. harder is that? Yep. And, anyway, um, Michelle, um, I was just curious. Um, a few weeks ago, you were talking about a bad experience with Continental Airlines. Yes. I was just curious. Was that, was that Express or the mainline Continental? What's Gosh. I'm flying Continental Ex- to Porkfest. That's why. Express so. is usually the little airplanes, right? Yeah. Oh, um, I was in a little. Yeah, I was. Well, it was there were two legs to the trip. I was in a little plane for one leg, and I was in a larger plane for the other leg. And what was the bad experience? 
Oh, well, I told you about... Um, I don't remember, and probably our new listeners have never right, okay, heard it. Okay. So. so I flew from Boston to San Antonio, Texas a month or so ago, and um, and I got to opt out of going through the scanner, right. and I um, there was penetration. Oh, my. By the mid-15-year-old woman to my... my Right, but this is the TSA. Yes. Oh, well, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was actually about the airlines uh, uh, themselves. Okay, you know, so I was leading. Attendance. So I'm leading up to so that I get onto uh, the Continental Airlines, and you know it had already been a little flustering. And I was chatting with the people. I was in the bulkhead row, that front row that's at the front of, of first economy. Class. Yes. No, I was. Oh, you no. weren't. You weren't in first class. No, I wasn't. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> she just got as close as she could to get to. Her. <laughs> I was, All right. Whatever. Anyway, so I was slumming. Um, so I was chatting with the people in the front, and I had moved seats for a woman so that she could sit in the row of three with her husband and daughter. Okay. And I was sitting separately, and I got called off of the airplane because I was talking to the people who were other passengers that were not part of my party. What? Yeah. And um, and so that was with Continental. And what did they say to you when they called you off the airplane? Excuse me, ma'am. Would you, this is inappropriate. So, so, so talking. No, said, you have to raise your hand first. The, the flight attendant said, would you please um, come with me off of the plane? And I said, uh, do I need to bring my things? Mm. I mean, I guess I wasn't sure. And yeah. she said, no, you can just leave them there. And I had a moment of like, oh, darn. Because I had... I had interrupted two flight the two flight attendants as they were bickering back and forth I to each other. I had said, you know, this is kind of inappropriate for you to be doing in front of us. Oh. Actually. Yeah, whatever. So this was just catty get back. I get yes. Mm-hmm. And so they so they uh, the woman told me that I needed to sit down, put my hands in my lap and look forward. <laughs> Wow. She obviously doesn't know me, huh? So, I expect that kind of service on United or something like that. The untidy airline. With them. Are they merging? Is Continental yeah, merging? Yeah, United and Continental are, are merging of equals right there. I think it's they're just, all part of, part of Alliance Air, something like that. It's just, it's just making things worse. I mean, the more they merge, the, the worse customer service sure. will become. The closer you are yeah, to a monopoly. Get this. Four years ago, um, a Continental Express airline um, um, agent stole my cell phone. (laughs) What? Yeah, I was flying into Miami on this really tiny puddle hopper. It had like only five rows because the the hot wire ticket I booked booked me, I had to connect in Orlando to get to Miami. And when I was, um, I left my cell phone on the plane when I got out, like, oh, crap, like I just got uh, almost to the security checkpoint and run back so hey can i get my um, cell phone out, run back get my cell phone out of the seat like i told him exactly where it was and um i was the last person off the plane too mm. i was the last passenger because i was sitting in the way way back which it's only five rows which isn't much anyway it the uh, gate agent goes nope i can't let you back on i'm like okay i tell him where it is he goes there go nope now, I don't see it there. Like well, I know it was there because uh, I took a picture of myself after the plane landed. I have seen <laughs> that picture on your Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling the story. It was, it's been a little while, though. Um, so Now, was he the only flight attendant on this puddle jumper? Uh, well, well, the puddle jumper, it, it, there was no flight attendant at all because it was that small. It oh, was I a see. gate agent. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. I missed, missed that point. Okay. Yeah, it had good. to be either the gate agent or the cleaning person. One of those two, like I said, stole my cell phone. I was like, good And this God. was a phone like, worth, you know, like worth possibly seeing. It wasn't just some like freebie phone. It was like a it, it, yeah, smartphone. Exa- it, exactly. Yeah. But it was a and it had all those pictures like, of your girlfriend on it too, right? Well, probably. Hey, George, thanks <laughs> yeah. for the call, man. I appreciate it. Somebody else's girlfriend. I, I don't know if you would be able to get into it. I imagine it would be passworded, right? 
Um, not really, but oh, oh there was one more. <laughs> yeah. one more thing. Um, out of curiosity, I, I was wondering if you'd be open to making more money for the show by selling music beds. You know. <laughs> Uh yeah, I like my music beds just just fine. But thanks, George. I appreciate the call, man. Eight hundred the band. Depends on how much money. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's true, Mark. Anything's Show me for the sale. money. Yeah. Uh, typically, let's are you talk for to sale, Ian? Bob. I will sell him to you, Michelle. Ian, are you not, for sale? I'm not sell negotiating on the air. Uh, Bob, listening in somewhere in America, won't identify where. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys. Hey Bob, what's on your mind tonight? Well. Y'all were talking about the IRS? Yes, sir. Is this being recorded? Uh, Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to rescind your signatures. Uh, When you sign a 1099 and a 1040, you are signing a contract. But I never signed a contract. But I never agreed. I never really understood those terms. And that's exactly why they never came after you. But they did in 2006. Because people sign contracts every year. But they did. But they did come after her in 2006. I don't sign. I don't understand those government contracts. Let him. Let him. Go ahead. Respond. (laughs) He's not responding. Okay. You're not going to respond to that. I mean. Bob, are you are you a federal agent? No, I am not a federal agent. Are you, are you an, IR, are you an IRS agent? Are you guys IRS agents? No, it was just no. a question. I was just. Is there any IRS agents in your studio listening or tracking? Are you looking at the video? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Tell I've made millions Bob. of dollars and they haven't come after me. Here you I am. <laughs> we'll come back here in a moment, okay. and uh, you can give us more of your uh, suggestions here because we definitely have more questions for you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control as well. It's free talk live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. Uh, So head over there and enjoy those on us. We do have, uh, of course, a mobile site. For those of you that want quick access to our streams and the podcast, you can go to m.freetalklive.com. M stands for mobile. That's m.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI, the principal over there, Jason Osborne, big supporter of liberty. And, well, if you've got a company, you like the ideas of liberty, consider turning over your accounts receivable to SACL CAI, his company. They do accounts receivable of all sorts, whether it's collections, early out billing, or, and they purchase charged off receivables. You can find out more by clicking on their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL C-A-I. Oh, Bob just dropped off the lines. The guru, the expert on all things income tax, or at least he was proposing uh, an idea. uh, And what he'd ask, because we'd talked about income taxes Mm -hmm. earlier, and and Michelle, you don't pay, and I don't pay either. Mark's the only one who's still on that boat. I don't Um, pay. I'd actually just fill out the income tax form. You Uh, obediently fill out their forms, and Michelle and I do not do, do, uh, do that. 
So, so we're better than you are, Mark. That's right. <laughs> Ian loves to point out how superior he is to, uh, to me in, in this area. So Bob calls in to say that, you know what you need to do? You need to rescind your signatures. So essentially, Bob's advice is to contact the IRS to give them a heads up <laughs> that you no longer want to pay their income tax. That's awesome. That sounds like great advice, Bob. I call that poking the snake. Yeah. I think that's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Well, this comes from the idea that uh, somehow that you know the average person that works a job isn't required to pay income tax. And it's just not legal. You know, to check Title 18, da, 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 you know, yeah. this whole thing. And like, really? Because <laughs> they're sending believe, a lot of people to jail for it. I don't believe that. Uh, in case people haven't heard this before, that anyone has an obligation to pay income taxes unless you're prove a slave. Pro- prove if you if yeah. you cla- if it's your claim that I have an obligation to pay these thugs, the government, the federal government, then prove it. Prove your claim. Show me the proof of obligation. And really, all you can show is the fact that there are men with guns in, in cages that they'll throw that they'll throw you into. That's really the only proof. But that's not real proof of obligation. That's the proof of threat, duress, and coercion. Yep. Okay. That's not a voluntarily entered into agreement. And there is no social contract. So don't bring that one up either. But the idea that uh, oh, just rescind your signature. So you've got to file IRS form six seven Z five. What is and- with the voices tonight? <laughs> That's what we do around here. We have to little people with voices. Differentiate uh, from your own self to some extent. But uh, yeah, just fill out Form I-7V5 and uh, file it in triplicate with the IRS and your local state senator. Make sure you include your name, address, and phone number. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Here I am. And his suggestion was, well, you know, you signed a contract. Well, no, I didn't because I was under threat, duress, and coercion. It may I be a contract s- from their point of view, though. I can't, I mean, I, you can't make that argument. Like, the, if the government slides a contract in front of you, for instance, when you sign up for the military, in that contract it says that you're obligated to fi- you know follow all the rules in their military code of justice and that includes all the uh, you know all the cases that have followed before and all that stuff how can you possibly know all of these things no that meetings you're of, for? no there's no meeting of the minds as possible with a with a contract like that and as far as i'm concerned that means that the contract itself is invalid right from the get-go and I have no idea what all the IRS rules are, or the Federal Register says, or the tax code says, or Title 18, or whatever it is that you mentioned. I don't know what any of that st- stuff says. If I tried to read it, I still wouldn't understand, because right, it's written, written in legalese. I'm a little bit worried about Bob, though. What do you mean? Well, you know, he doesn't want to say where he's from. Right. And he, Bob, it's an acronym. Maybe it's a, co- you know, Who knows? undercover name. In any case, his, you know, when I asked... It's a palindrome, I, too. Yes, palindrome. Thank you. Um, I said, do you want to... Um, do you work for the federal government? Or are you an IS, uh, IRS agent? Thinking that maybe he would have some kind of information to offer. Or, you know, what is your what are your credentials for knowing that if I just rescind my my signature that that's sufficient? And then he got a little paranoid there. Mm-hmm. Are there any recording devices? Yeah, it's a radio show. Yeah, they're archived. We record every show. <laughs> yep, we're doing that. There hasn't yeah. been a show that has failed at recording for a long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can pretty much guarantee you will be recorded if you call this program. Yeah. Um, so if you've got some brilliant ideas uh, that you want to share as far as uh, getting out of income tax, because I, I just think that all the theories, for the most part, are money-making schemes. Like, there are people out there that will purport to tell you, well, if you just order my CD-ROM for $600, I'll tell you all the secrets of how to withdraw yourself from the system. Oh, wait, we'll wait. give you the Can forms. I do that? Hmm? I should do that. What do you mean? Like, try to make money off of uh, giving people advice? <laughs> Because that's what a lot of this stuff is. Right. There are these just obscure uh, patriot types out there, 
that uh, that, that market these ideas in the so-called patriot movement. And I like how Mark Stevens terms them P-A-Y-T-R-I-O-T, Patriot, because oh, oh, they want to yeah. get paid yeah. for their ideas. It's snake oil, basically. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. And the, these hucksters will sell you a you know, CD-ROM or downloadable PDF or something like that with, uh, with their information, their secrets of how to extract yourself from the government system. And if it system. doesn't work, of course, they are free from any... Um, threat of they're uh, gone. Yeah, you can't yeah. sue I mean, them. It takes the IRS for years fraud. to come. Generally, takes them years to come after you. Yeah. So they're gone. Mm-hmm. It's like trying <laughs> to find the guy uh, that that uh, that that you bought your car from. But I'm told by the board operator that Bob is back, uh, and he says he's going. He's not going to stay on the line long enough for them to track him. Bob, you're back on Free Talk Live now. Normally, you only get one no, call per night, but since I, you hung up, go ahead. That's not what I said. I said if you guys have anybody in there tracking. I'm not going to stay on long. Okay, buddy. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, first off, you have to present your signatures, okay? Uh Why? Uh, Why? Because it's a contract. Mm. When you sign a 1040 form or a 1099, you're signing a contract. Not a real contract. Let me talk. I'm going to hang up. Oh, no. Don't do that. (laughs) You know what? Fuck y'all. Oh, we can't let you say those things on the radio. Not even on, uh, even though we are on XM now, ostensibly. Uh, you can't still can't say that. Did he say a bad word? He said a naughty word. Uh oh. Which means you're not very credible, are you, Bob? Getting all emotional and upset. Look, we were just having a little bit of fun with you. Clearly, uh, you weren't really interested in spreading your ideas because you wouldn't even answer some questions. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So um, I guess it's a contract because I say it is the ten forty ten ninety nine whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I haven't filled out one of those things in years and years. Mm. So are you telling me that if I stop paying taxes that I won't go to jail for that? Is that what Bob's well, no, you, proposing? No, you filled one out once, and so therefore That's not what you he said. He said contract. year to year. Oh, did he? And they each they, they have years on them. Mm. How can you sign a contract that's good for life? Ask the government. I bet you they would tell you that. I, I bet the government would tell you the same thing Bob's telling you. I don't think it's a government. I don't the think it's a social contract. security number that was issued to you at birth or, you know, then that's, then that's going to be the next... Uh, Thing that someone suggested. How could that possibly be a binding? I mean, my, my Mark, did you rescind uh, your Social Security contract too? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't you stop paying Social Security? Yep. Huh? But you didn't have to rescind your number. I have not paid Social Security in at since two thousand and six. What are you going to do when you retire? How are you going to support yourself and your family? God, it's certainly not with uh, Social Security. I mean, <laughs> Social Security is a scam. It, even if. For the average person, it's like putting your money in the bank and getting 1% interest, which means that that's less than inflation. So it's a poor investment for the average person. Also, if you're male, if you're, if you're poor, or if you're of any kind of ethnicity, it's even a worse investment for you because you're less than, uh, you know, less than, uh, less than average uh, lifespan. So it's a bad idea. What are they going to do? What's the government going to do in a, in 10 or 15 years when, Medicine manages to make it so people are living to 100 on a regular basis. Can't afford that. You know what? We really blew it. We, we shouldn't have uh, been so rude to Bob. I mean, It's you. Well, me. Okay. I shouldn't have been so rude to, uh, to Bob. I mean, he could have given us the secrets. He could have given us the answers that we've been looking for. When he, when he said, you know, whatever it was, be quiet. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking. It's like, whoa. Easy yeah. there, Jack. One eight hundred two. It was Bob. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. If we'd only kept him on the line for a little while longer, he would have revealed to us the exact secret that we need to know as to how to rescind our signatures. 
Because it must be some obscure IRS form that you can just pull off their website and fill it out, right? 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want, even in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are coming up shortly. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, enough time for your calls and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. Uh, by the way, we want to invite you to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's coming up this June 20th through the 26th. So less than what, a couple months left here, Took two, three months, something like that. Under three months. Uh, it's going to be a blast. We were there last year broadcasting live from the event, and we'll be there this year throughout the entire week. And that's just going to be uh, doing the weekend thing. We're going to be there all week long, which I think is extra exciting because Porkfest is a really awesome time. It's something that I look forward to, uh, being able to hang out with hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people. a thousand people. this year, maybe. It's looking that way. From what I understand, the early bird registration phase ended last night. So at the very end of March, it ended. And so now the price has gone up to $30 registration fee. So it was 25 now it's 30 But you can still save 20% by using our discount code, which is Free Talk Live. No spaces in there, just Free Talk Live as the discount code at porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. But my point being, you're around at least several hundred, probably close to a thousand, maybe more than a thousand, mm-hmm. like-minded, liberty-oriented people who many of them have made the move to New Hampshire already, as we have, uh, and a lot of them, the majority of them, have not yet made that move. They are maybe considering a move, or maybe they are already planning to move, but they just Getting haven't been able to do it yet. a taste of the liberty activism and, and liberty-minded people that they can surround themselves with, given the chance. Yeah, and the fun uh, and the community that that, uh, that that can bring. So there's speaking of fun, there's going to be everything from live musical performances to family fun activities. Education. Camping-style stuff, uh, you know, p- panel discussions, uh, debates. Agorism in action, so people will be there selling products Alt and services. Expo, which is a, mm-hmm. a wealth of information. Jack Schimmick is great. Campfires. I mean, it's camping, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Of course, if you don't Pole want to dancing. camp. Right, if you, there was that last year. <laughs> is that coming back this year? Oh, yeah. Two? Buzz is bigger than ever. Gay dance party. You that's betcha. Right. Uh, that's, well, it was Ms. Porcupole last year is what it was called, right? Well, that was that the award. Was the award. Yes, so, and it was awarded to a man. That's right, Doug, uh, who's one of our listeners. and <laughs> Doug worked the poll. He, he sure did. <laughs> and he, from what I understand, will be there again this year to sort of hand down the award to the, this year's winner. Yes, pass on. Right. And um, people are getting their costumes. I understand that you have a costume that's being made for you. Do you have any? Do you have a description for us, Ian? Well, <laughs> I don't know if I want to describe tights? it. No. Oh. Well, I don't know. If everything hasn't quite been decided on yet. But You're Buzz said <laughs> she wanted it to be an outrageous like costume party, it's, like a gay costume. Well, party. yeah, it's a fundraiser for outright libertarians. Yeah. So. Sure. So I figured let's do something outrageous, and I did. I actually did get some of the costume stuff here tonight, so I'll oh. show that to you. Oh, Maybe no, we'll no, show no. it off for the camera. We're gonna play dress up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not much to dress up at this moment, but I I did order some of these slap bracelets 
which were real big in the 80s and 90s, uh-huh. I guess. And except they're feathered slap bracelets. So I got like 30, oh. 30 plus of these things. So we'll, we'll just hand them out. Those. Yeah, we'll totally just hand them out at the party to uh-huh. people with cool costumes and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's going to be fun. I didn't get to go to the Buzz's uh, Big Gay Dance Party last year. So I'm but you looking can, forward you to can it. see it on YouTube. Um, That's right. Taryn Lupo did it. He called it Mother da- Daughter Pole Dancing. <laughs> You can go and do like that. Like 10 That's minutes funny. of the party. It was really fun. So again, everything from the big gay dance party to family fun activities. Not to say that, you know, you couldn't bring your family to that too if you wanted to, but there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, it's there. like gymnastics on a pole. And I mean, like if you see the video, we make it sound so much crazier than it actually yeah. was. I, and in the six, seven days, you know, I was there for eight days, I guess. I never saw any, I never saw a single person wasted out of their mind. I never saw anyone. I mean, like maybe you guys did because you like maybe the, stayed up later. about, I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I the had year my- before that, I did see that, uh, and that person was well taken care of in that particular mm-hmm. instance uh, by people that you know were concerned, right. and I was one of those people that uh, that was there. It was very, it was pretty difficult to deal with. But the the year after that, I didn't see that happen at well, all. Well, I was there with my teenage children, and I never felt like they were in any danger or that. Oh, they you were... wouldn't have been in any danger from this guy. He was like completely out of it. Yeah, it was. Um, so I mean, it's it's fun and it's safe. And but you've got if you've got hundreds exciting. of people around, yeah. there there's a chance that somebody's going to go a little bit too far, right? I mean, if you've got that many people, there's a chance that somebody's it's got a problem always drinking. Late at night. I mean, yeah. the kids aren't going to be disposed of. And and this year they're going to have the first aid tent, uh, mutual like some sort of a mutual yeah. aid first aid tent thing that's going to be staffed by volunteers, yeah. people with EMT training and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's that's pretty cool. So there's all kinds of new stuff that's happening this year that never happened before because, well, that's just this group of just people. It keeps getting more awesome. Yeah, they're always coming up with new ideas and it's a blast. So go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. It's northern New Hampshire, the White Mountains. I mean, aside from all the awesome people that you get to be around this just an incredible location, just the beauty of being in this place. The Lancaster area is yeah. very pretty. Mm-hmm. So we uh, will continue here taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Michael listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Michael. Michael? Ian yes, Huntsville. I'm here. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, well that guy uh, was talking about the plantation stuff and the guys passing money down. Like that. Well, I'll tell you what, I grew up in the South, and when it was Civil War, which after a while wasn't so civil after all, was over with, nobody had any money to pass down to anybody. So right. that, that guy apparently wasn't too hip on his history. Mm. And I remember back in the 60s when uh, the, the, they had all those riots and stuff, I remember, of course, the black community nationwide saying they wanted a guaranteed annual wage of $6,900, whether they worked or not. Mm. So well, that's they, not going to work uh, out, is it? No, that, well, it didn't work out. Just like the other thing, you know, they they always want to freebie handout, gimme, gimme, gimme. But now I did talk to who's two, they? Well, yeah. Who, you say they always want that. Who's they? Well, the the, the black community, uh, there a lot of them like that. They're always looking for the freebie handout. Now I talk. That to is okay, not hold, fair at hold all. On, sir. Hold on a second. I I'm aware of where Huntsville is. I actually lived for a season in Jasper. And I have to tell you, I came from the West Coast, and although I met lots of nice people while I was in Alabama, I had never before, even after you know traveling all over the world, experienced um, racism like I did there. And my children are all, they're half Egyptian. And people in, in Alabama called them colored. You know, that's, I'm sorry to hear you say that, Michael, because it's uh, it's a bunch of nonsense, uh, the idea that black people are this way. There's a lot of people uh, that do it. It's no, a very racist. It's a very racist. Oh, you didn't say all of them? Well, you certainly sounded no, like you were. I'm not, not trying to put down all, uh, the idea of all of them. Look, I grew up with those people since childhood. 
So nobody can tell me what they're like, okay? How about but this? I'm, I'm how about you say, how about we, how about we make it a little Mohawk, more accurate okay? then, Michael? Let's... I've been around them. I'm simply saying there aren't a lot of them that want that right there. But I've also talked to a lot of them that have told me that the reason why a lot of the, the, uh, take part in the riots is because it gives them a chance to steal what they, they're too lazy to work for to earn the money to buy. Now, I've had people and rioters tell me that right to my face. I've known some of them that have done that. I've known plenty of white lazy people as well, haven't yeah. you? Oh, yeah, I've known okay. a few of them. I've known some Oh, just a few. You've only known just a few white people. I mean, it just, it just sounds racist what you're saying. Do you understand? Well, I'm a Mohawk Indian, so how in the heck can I be racist? You can okay? be racist. You don't have to be white to be racist. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Look, not maybe that's that been way. your experience, and if that's your experience, I'm sorry to hear it. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. But I don't want to propagate that particular viewpoint. There are people who have that particular view of gimme, yeah. gimme, yeah, gimme. absolutely true. There are humans who have that view, and... Well, there are humans in the, that have that view of all different skin types and colors and hair colors and uh, geographic regions in which they were born. It just it's all across. The I map. think that uh, that the the welfare uh, the the plague that is welfare has hit the black community harder than it has hit the white community. If you want to use these terminologies well, to separate people, well, all that's been people. created by the United States government, though, sure because the uh, the projects that were built in you know. What is a safe haven? No, it, it's no, it's, it's the it, opposite right, to, to imprison. Absolutely, right. But you know, a couple different phone calls tonight. We had the one about the them, and then um, the uh, who was it? Scott, I think that was talking about the one percent, um, the top one percent uh, of the income earners, mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. you know hate them. I really think that the government has put out a lot of propaganda to create, you know, class warfare division. and division. Right, and, because um, then you won't think that the government's the problem if you think that group over there is the problem. Right. You got to be right. careful with the words you say because words mean things. Absolutely. Let's continue here uh, briefly, Captain Ned. Enough time for your thoughts. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Hey, who better to end this uh, than Captain Ned? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> who better? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to just say quickly to uh, IRS Bob, forgive them, Bob, for they know not what they do. Oh, okay, call, call back, Bob. Call back, but anyway, not tonight. Don't Only get one call per night. for me. <laughs> well, okay, all right, all right. But anyway, uh, no affirmation of my uh, birthright as a citizen of several states would be complete without a echo from the past from one of our founding fathers. Okay, this is from Thomas Jefferson. Quick, quick. Those who those who hammer their guns into plowshares will plow for those who don't. Hmm. Okay. Is, huh? I like that. Uh, I don't know if I well, no, like no, no. it. Anyway, anyway, so uh, seems Ian, to hint at, gun, at using your, violence. Your experience in the Massachusetts courtroom was very interesting, sir. Oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, thanks. I, I, I go back to back within the foxhole, man. We're getting closer. Well, except I don't think violence is a solution. He's like a pundit, but he's yeah. not. I just don't think violence is a solution. But thank you for the call. I think that if you want to achieve peace, uh, then you have to have peace as your means. We're out of time. See you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from libertystickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's libertystickers.com. But wait. 
There's more. You can buy Liberty stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. 